Merry Christmas and a very happy new year from everybody at the Football Surgery Podcast. Welcome back to our seventh edition coming to you on the 30th of December. Take a seat back in the operating theatre and watch us dissect all the key issues of the week in fantasy football and potentially make your team a little bit healthier. Now, welcoming back the panel once again. First of all, I'm going to come to the man the last two weeks. He's left us early. Uh, last week, he ruined my washing up bowl. Woodsy, how are you feeling this week? I've recovered. Thanks, Paul. Hello. Good, good to hear. Just to say as well how, how uh, nice it is to not have to worry about saying um, or calling you all by your, your uh, relevant names this week. Coming to the man that's no stranger to the frosty cold of winter, it's the Iceman. Hi, Paul. And finally, the man that is baying for LVG's blood right now, it's the Beard Man. Hello, Paul. Not the bread man, the beard man. Well, <laughs> you weren't bread man either, were you? So um, just to pick up on uh, a conversation we had at the start of the last podcast last week, I asked you what you wanted in your Santa's sack, and you had some interesting feedback in terms of fantasy football. Coming to you first, Iceman, what did you want in Santa's sack, and did you get it? Well, I did want a Mares injury, or preferably for him to just blank a couple of weeks and I believe he's he may have an injury because he actually has blanked in the last two weeks so he is now falling harder than Madonna at the Brits. A hard fall it was so as far as you're concerned you think Santa's delivered on this occasion? In in He, he may do, I don't know, we'll see in the new year hopefully uh, Mars is still going to be on the blank because he's still not in my team. So. How, have you found the, because obviously he hasn't done too well two out of the last three games, has that allowed you to catch up on everyone? Um, I've I've done all right. It's it's been okay the last couple of weeks. Not high flying, but keeping up with the top scorers in our league. Yeah, looking promising. Not made a huge difference, but you're getting up there. Yeah. To, to the uh, the other two. I mean, what are your thoughts on the Mares Vardy party? We talked about this earlier on Twitter. Party over. Two two game weeks in a row now, isn't it? That they've blanked Bournemouth at home and then Tottenham away. So uh, hopefully they'll absolutely trounce. Uh, Bournemouth but yeah at the moment it's looking good for uh, the Iceman. And what about you Beard what are your thoughts on the Leicester situation? Um, I'll get that one out of the way that, that felt good. <laughs> I was going to say that about having to down. There'll be a lot fans. I'll be making up for them in this pod <laughs> but no, no I believe Fardy can still add to his 15 goals. I know there's been over 23,000 that transferred him out so whether then people are thinking Mahrez is enough from, you know, from now onwards but they do have, like Stu said, they have Bournemouth and Villa in their next three game weeks. So I'm willing to you know, see them fixtures out. But come February, it does turn. They've got Liverpool City and Arsenal. So is, I may lose Vardy. Is it still holding on to, to both of them? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. For now, yes. But then it might become Vardy out or one or the other. I don't know. I'm just going to... I want to see them two fixtures, Bournemouth and Villa. Vardy really didn't look dangerous um, in the City game. Do you think that's just because of his recent illness and because it was City that he was facing? I think he's getting tired, isn't he? It's the amount of games he's played. And even Mares, is he getting tired? I didn't watch the games. Um, yeah. Yeah, I well, think Mares wasn't particularly dangerous either. Um, maybe his Coke dealer's been arrested, so the buzzers. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, there's only so many parties you can go to before you get uh, before you get burnt out. Was that a comment about Ranieri there? Oh yeah, I was just about to say he hasn't. He's kept to the same eleven, hasn't he? He hasn't really pretty much 
rested or rotated them, and it wouldn't surprise me if one of them does start on the bench against Bournemouth. So uh, considering he's, he's called the, the Tinker Man, he's not really uh, playing up to name, is he? No, but he, he started up, off with one up top, didn't he, against City? I can see him going back to two up front. Maybe Vardy might miss out. I don't know. You have to wait and see on that one. Okay, well, let's get on to in a moment. We'll get on to our, um, our sort of decisions around panels picks, and I'm sure we'll come back to who you might put in for for Vardy. Let's go to Woodsy next. What was in your sack? Well, I'd hoped for a um, page halfway calendar. Obviously, preferably it'd be her herself, but that's just completely dreaming. I wish now though that I'd uh, I'd wished or asked for rather a Merzat Ozil blank, and then maybe that would have come true because. Disappointingly, I got no page halfway calendar, and Merzit did damage. So uh, hindsight, as he's been so, doing for the last ten weeks. Yeah, your your bitter and lonely Christmas was uh, my my benefit because actually I wished for an ongoing uh, Mesut Ozil assist show, and that's exactly what I got. Despite the four 0 hammering uh, against Southampton, which I haven't lived down just yet, the uh, the response is very good. And I had to make do with Danielle's flat ass. Hello to Danielle. So, um, yep, so uh, Woodsy's expense. I had a wonderful Christmas. Arsenal top of the table and Ozil still scoring plenty of points and chipping him with the goals as well. So, Beardman, what did you want for Christmas? Did oh, you get I it? asked for a double game week, didn't I? Very yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think he's forgotten me. I think you know, January sales coming up. I think he'll you know, bear that in mind. You think uh, Santa's waiting for January? Yeah. He thinks he, <laughs> he, thinks he values you that much. He's going to give you a yeah. cut deal. I believe so. All right, that's better better late than never. I did get excited, actually, for you, Brookie, then, um, over the Christmas fixtures with your wish, because there, there wasn't any white stuff, but there was a lot of rain. There was a lot of rain, wasn't there? A lot of games in the lower leagues cancelled, so I was getting very excited at your, you getting what you wanted from your sack. Maybe I didn't uh, have the correct spelling on my, uh, on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it got lost in the post. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So a mixed, uh, mixed bit of feedback from Santa in terms of our, our Santa's sacks for this week. Let's just go around and see how the teams did individually. I'm coming to you first on this one again, Iceman, as you've, you've said the least in the last few minutes. How did your team get on? My team, it's yeah, not, not too bad. I had Ozil, I had Lukaku, I had Kane. So I've, I've hit 72 points, so I've got an actual green arrow, which I haven't had in a while. Very happy, nice. Happy days for the Iceman this week. Moving on up. Okay, and what about you, Beard Man? My bench pretty much sums up my game week. Uh, I took a bit of a gamble, a stupid gamble looking at it now. I benched Lukaku. Um, I played Vardy instead of him. I benched Smalling, who obviously got a clean sheet and a bonus. And Lolarov was also my third sub. Lolarov. So, not a brilliant selection for me. I think I've got six. Why, why Vardy over Lukaku? It was a bit of a gamble See, in our mini league. People around me own Lukaku, so I don't know. Trying again. Stupid. I can't justify it. It was a, it was an error, and it won't happen again. Trying again. I can see that uh, third and fourth place have caught up with you a little bit as well. They have. I actually haven't looked at the league, but I don't want to this week. This is forgotten about onto the next for me. <laughs> Let's just say it's bad news. Wait till next week, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my team. I'm going to save Woodsy for for last on this one. My team got a, a very kind of average. 57, leaving me with a nice red arrow for the week. Um, good performers was Ozil and Lukaku, and uh, I got a, I got 10 points off a of Giroud captaincy. Uh, Dan again came up with the goods, getting me six points. Unfortunately, my midfield has just failed me completely. Between Ali, Mares, De Bruyne, 
and Coutinho, I've got about seven points. So they're the place where you need to be making the points. I really haven't done it this week. So uh, wonderful once again. Woodsy, <laughs> tell me about you? your game week. I was hoping to avoid this. Well, I've had a Mourinho week this week where none of my players have performed and I've had an absolute shitter, scoring 48 points, seeing red arrows everywhere. Yeah, it's been a week to forget, definitely. No points for Woodsy there. And then banking on that Liverpool to save me, who, again, could do nothing against lesser opposition. I think at one point they had over 60% of possession, double figures, 16-plus shots, only a few on target, and still can't find that clinical finishing. Well, I think that's going to move us nicely into the panel's picks. There's a player in that Liverpool game that I want to talk a bit more about, because if, if any of you, anybody's just watched it and been following Liverpool's progress in the last few weeks, I think he's definitely one to... to, to and uh, to consider first of all that i'm going to come to iceman for the first panel's pick because i think you've got one lined up with some stats i've got two i'm going to go through my first one first so it's carl walker for spurs going with him because he, he that's re- i just say that must really hurt you after he scored that goal against arsenal from 40 yards out that time oh, i still remember that uh, how can you how can you say his name yeah exactly he's uh, but he does regularly play and spurs have got the best defense at the moment and he's the actual cheapest option for Spurs. Their upcoming fixtures, I would say two of them are stonewall clean sheets for me. So, so who, who are those two? Can you well, them? I'll go Sunderland and Norwich. And that, that's in his next six fixtures. He's got Everton, Leicester at home, Sunderland at home, Chris Price away, Norwich away, and Watford at home. So they're good fixtures. He loves to get forward and he's already got a goal and an assist. So for 5.1... Only owned by 4.3, so potential differential here. And uh, games played is actually 18. He's only missed one last week. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking pretty hopeful for him as he's got already got seven clean sheets. Not a bad shout, and actually he's he's kind of nailing down that right back slot a bit more than he was probably a season ago when his form was a bit indifferent. Seems to be getting back to what he looked like when he played for Villa briefly broke into the England team and then played for Spurs for a bit. Yeah, he's getting good game time. He's been rested as well, so yeah, it looks like he's he's definitely a, a stonewall for that right-back slot. So, so, so does he compete with our man Toby out of this world? Uh, well, he's, he's cheaper, isn't he? So um, out of this world is obviously good at going forward with the headers, but yeah, he's, he's more of a crosser, isn't he? So yeah, it's just another potential differential for people as everyone's got older world, haven't they? Potential assister. Yeah. Okay. My other one was one which I think probably we've all thought about. It's actually Marko Anatovic. His, okay. uh, so his last game he scored 13 points. He's going up and up because he got an assist and a goal because obviously Everton and their weak defence at the moment. He plays on the left-hand side of Stokes' attack. So he's got quite a free role and he's played every minute of the last eight games. Stoke are only two points off of fifth place at the moment, so I'm thinking, I know they've not scored a great deal amount of goals, but he's been involved in most of them. They are they are getting better and better, I think, Stoke. Wait, yeah, he's, he's got seven goals to his name, hasn't he, and three assists so yeah. far. Yeah, seven so. goals, three assists, his average shots per game is two, and, is, well, he's got an average goal per game is 0.39, but for a midfielder, that's not bad. And he's owned by uh, 11.4%. So for 6.4, I would I'd think about getting him in. And I am questioning whether to put him in for Hazard. But I'd have to do it tonight because he is rising in price. I did I did notice with him as well, he's broken into the season-long dream team, isn't he now? He's one of the star players. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, who's there? Top four. Marco? Yeah, Marco. Yeah. Top Ooh, four interesting. midfielders. 
He snuck in there. So, I mean, any any sort of disagreement with that? Would anybody go against picking him at this point? I think he looks pretty decent. What was his ownership, Jury? He's on 11.4%. He's already risen once, hasn't he? I yeah, think. yeah, he's already come And he's, he's due again tonight to rise. Yeah. So somebody like myself, then, that's obviously chasing and sinking, would you go perhaps Jirdan Shakiri over him as a differential? Oh, well... Yeah, he's he's a good shout as well, isn't he? Two goals in the last game. He's he's looking pretty strong at the moment, but he hasn't been consistent at the moment, has he? The, the fixtures are quite mixed, aren't they? I know, I know they've got Norwich and Arsenal at home, and then West Brom and Leicester away. Yeah, I'm still, you know, I do. He, he is in form, but I'm still big question mark. I'm not sure he's consistent enough. You want to see him performing every week, getting points like every week before you actually want to put him in, I think. But he's he's a punt at the moment. Before he, he's not he's not an Ozil, who's an obvious guy to put in. Would he? Essential, I think. He's yeah, pers- he's essential, isn't he? Strings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Personally, I'd go Shakiri, I think, over <laughs> Anatovic. Moving on swiftly from your uh, mention of Ozil, um, he's only six point six and only owned by one point six. Um, looked pretty dangerous in that last fixture, like you said, jury scoring two. But yeah, good shout. So a couple of ideas from the Iceman there. What about you, Beardman? What have you got in mind this week for your picks? I know uh, Stuart mentioned it in the last pod. Um, he's like due back. We had a little update, and that's Dimitri Payet. Ah, the um, Pirates. It, he's, back, he's back on my radar. He's he dro- I think he dropped the other night. So he's, he's now 7.6, barely owned by anyone. I think it's below 6%. He could return. I think there was a, an update. He could return against Liverpool at the weekend. Oh, really? That's it? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I've it's seen, a big I've shock, you know, that's crept up on us. Um, but if you look at, in the next game weeks, in the next eight game weeks, they play Sunderland at home, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Villa and Norwich. I think they've got City among, amongst them fixtures. But you look at them, you know, and it's obviously, he has performed, he's hit the ground running in the Premier League, scoring five and four assists to his name. So that's one I'm keeping an eye on. Um, maybe this weekend's a little bit too soon, but... Ready for the Bournemouth game? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I so. think, I think I've, I've seen that as well, uh, Brookie. I think it will be back for Bournemouth. And when, uh, you, you know, a as a West Ham fan, you have missed him, haven't you? Say again, mate. As a West Ham fan, well, football fan as well, he has been missed. Yeah. Oh it yeah, has, it's, it's been so obvious, hasn't it? He was the driving force behind our success, most definitely. Yeah, um, Dave Gold has actually tweeted: "There's an outside chance that Payet, Reed, and Moses could play a part in the game against Liverpool." So. Yeah, you're right on that one. Yeah, Pyatt, last season, obviously at Marseille, um, he completed 133 key passes. And I know it's the French League, but you look at Hazard and the form he was in last season, he completed 100. Um, So they're quite interesting stats for me. And his average of 23 minutes um, per chance created last season was was bettered by uh, our man Strings at 27.8. So obviously... What he has done that so far this season, it's obvious the Premiership you know, hasn't phased him. He's, he's so once West Ham put him straight back in, you know I can see him producing more. So backing Pyatt there again, I think we've always spoken very favourably of him on the podcast. So good to see him back, and potentially West Ham season could go in the right direction now with an inform Andy Carroll as well. Um, let's come to the man who has been uh, a lover of Upton Park for most of his life. Uh, Woodsy, what have you got in terms of your picks for the week? Well, as usual, I've done no preparation. So I'm, I'm just going to steal Brookies and say that I was eyeing up Powett, which I actually was, to be fair, as a West Ham fan. Um, 
coming back coming back to fitness, um, training with the squad, like you said, potentially back for the Liverpool game, but I would imagine he'll definitely uh, see game time against Bournemouth. And with the stats that he was producing before his injury, I think five goals, uh, a few assists, um, and I think, uh, I'm trying to grab his total score, but a very high score and looked very dangerous. So um, I was eyeing up him. Um, just while we're talking about Payet for a second, I'd get your thoughts on this. What West Ham attacker would you pair with him? Does he suit an Andy Carroll best? Is he better with a Sacco? Who does who complements Payet's game best? I'd ideally like to see someone like Sacco or Zarate playing alongside him, someone that can actually play football rather than a big, tall, shit-haired donkey that can't finish for shit. Beautiful haircut, though. So, yeah, <laughs> with his stupid bloody dreadlocks. A uh, complete waste of space, that lad. So, ideally, I'd like to see Zarate or Sacco uh, with Pyatt. I thought I was going to hear Carol in your differential section, but I'm sensing that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, Carol would be sold to Newcastle if I had it my way. <laughs> At a profit. Are you still back in Tompkins? Yeah, no, definitely. I think... We were very unlucky to concede against Saints at Upton Park, to be honest. I think it was, um, was it a penalty, was, wasn't it? Oh, no, it wasn't, sorry. It was an own goal. It was an own goal by Jenkinson. I think we were really unlucky to concede there. So I think Hammers are looking pretty solid. And we're up against Liverpool. Welcome them at Upton Park on the 2nd of January. And Liverpool can't score for shit. So I'm seeing another cleanie there. I'll be fronting my Tompkins and Adrian duo. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to raise someone with you, which I hope is going to provoke a bit of discussion because part of me feels like this guy now he's fit could start banging in the goals every week. He's been responsible for the last two victories they've had, but equally incredibly frustrating as well. And that is Ben Tekkers. Now we've all had those periods of picking him in fantasy football where he's done it week in, week out. Now I've watched him tonight for Liverpool. and Once again, he's won the game for them. However, I also watched in around the 90th minute him one-on-one with the keeper and kicking it straight at Vito Minoni. So for me, he's someone who could do the business but also be incredibly frustrating. He's not finishing his dinner, mate. Doesn't fancy it, does he? He did the same against Leicester last week as well. Had a chance to finish off the game and just couldn't do it. Yeah, I had, had him at the start of the season and he's just he's always like a one-goal player, isn't he? He's only going to get you one. You don't feel like you're going to get two this season. He's just a bit... Well, he's not as consistent either and I don't think Liverpool are ever going to suit that type of player the the big man up front like like when Carroll was playing there and his beautiful haircut uh, it's it just doesn't suit their play and I don't think it ever will do possibly not possibly not but I think again with the injury problems they've got at the moment he's going to get his chances and his time up there and if he can steer clear of injury and find the form he did at Villa over the next few weeks get a get a bit of confidence you never know but he, he's someone I'm going to throw out there for this week just to get you all thinking. Now let's move on to our differential and budget players. So just thinking about the players that are a low cost that are going to fit into your team at the expense of maybe being able to get a, a bigger player or just someone who you think is going to give give you the edge in a potential mini league or just someone who other people won't be picking. Who's your sleeper? So let's come to the beard man first. Who have you got for your differentials or budget players? Okay, I was looking at a defender. He's barely owned by anyone. He played tonight, actually, and that's uh, Van Anholt. I know, obviously, didn't keep playing sheet tonight, tonight, but at 4.6, you look at Sunderland's next four fixtures, uh, home to Villa and Bournemouth, and away to Spurs. And, sorry, they've got Swans in as well. So, three out of four of those fixtures, I could potentially see some 
are more looking for attacking potential rather than clean sheet. But you know that can come with it. Um, he's got he's got a single goal and assist to his name already. Short term pick for me because um, I, I think it turns ugly in February. They've got City, Liverpool, and United. So, but yeah. I do see potential points between those three fixtures for me. So. Like I'll be honest easy. with you, mate. I, I I have to say, I think in terms of watching Sunderland tonight, again, I really do fear for them for the drop this season. I mean, Liverpool won, but they weren't that convincing. And I think that they are, they could potentially concede quite a few Sunderland. What what do you think he contributes going forward? Well, I, I, I didn't see the game tonight, so I can't say. But the games I have seen, he's he's playing out of position. He is on the left side. Um, but he he's a defender I'm looking at for your fifth He's going to be on your bench most weeks, but just like I said, a short-term pick. You know, if they are going to get out of this, Villa, the teams around them, they're playing Villa, Bournemouth, and Swansea. These are the type of games they need to get results from, and I can see him being involved. Yeah, you do think Allardyce is actually going to get them into shape at some point? Like he he did all right to start with, but then they got drilled by City. At some point, Allardyce is actually going to sort them out because as much of uh... like, like I say, there's a reason. There is a reason he's only owned by well, point six, I think it is percent of people. But it's just a name I, I thought of. I th- I can't see it happening. They look absolute dog shite, mate. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, for that for that price, what is he? Four point six. Four point six mil. I'd I'd go with Joel Ward, mate. If you haven't already got him in your squad, I've got him already, mate. Uh, so well, for those that don't don't listen to Brookie get Ward in your, in your squad <laughs> as, a, as a caveat to that I was looking because I've still got bloody Target still in my team and as someone just to upgrade Target to a player which is mostly probably going to sit on the bench but has potential to get points is the Bournemouth Adam Smith He's uh, he's scored a goal recently he's got two clean sheets for four million and owned by two point five, Bournemouth have got some pretty good fixtures as well. So he, he's one to, that I've been looking at. So you'd back Bournemouth for a, for a nice run at the moment. Well, I mean, they did look pretty poor from crosses against Arsenal, but the, the there's potential to clean sheets as a as a punt for such a cheap defender. I think Adam Smith's probably the way to go. Some people may say Simpson, but he is at four point one, and that just brings it above that four mil, which some people can't afford at the moment. Uh, I've got Target who's three point eight, and I've only got point two in the bank, so I may just whack in Adam Smith. I don't like the look of Smith jury. I mean, I I've got no idea in terms of points or fancy football worth but just looking at his photograph on the on the on the fancy football website <laughs> looks could kill he looks like an absolute cunt mate i haven't actually seen just gonna have a yeah he's a now, cheesy fake horrible grin it's like he's gonna try and sort of get in bed with you rather than pick up fancy football points for you and he's got a beard which isn't quite trimmed to the right length is it shit beard shit player <laughs> <laughs> because was of his face, he's a shit player. I like your logic. All right, was, was, was the player that is Smith your only differential for the week, Iceman, or are you looking at anyone else? Um, I had I had another one. I think Antonio. For you bastard, that was mine. Oh, stolen. <laughs> no, so, let's uh, see what you come up with first. Hopefully, oh, this right. will be uh, this will combine quite oh, nicely. Oh, for West Ham. For West Ham, yeah. oh, that was mine as well. Right. Let's well, let's. I tell you what. Let's let's have a big discussion about why we love Mikel Antonio. <laughs> He's 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 obviously quite a good defender at the moment, considering his his ownership is only naught. <laughs> it's actually completely naught. No one owns him. I didn't know that. I thought it was on point one. But he he's on that price of five point two, so it's just maybe not not enough to allow it to stretch your budget. But I don't know. It depends on on the punt who he is. I, I would want him cheaper than that. That's that's my only downfall with him. 
See, I, I was eyeing him up like you guys as well. But then when you look at Moses returning, Pyatt returning, I don't think he's gonna. He's not going to get regular game time. I, I don't think so. I think you have Noble, Noble, Kuyate oh, yeah. in that holding role, and then you obviously have uh, Moses, Pyatt, Lanzini. and Lanzini in the forward roles. He, he can play up front though. Okay. Oh, he get can, him in. He can play up front. Get now, him in. Now, the reason I'm pointing this out, I'm, I'm going to throw in some stats to this thing as we're all having a bite at the Antonio Cherry as we uh, as we speak at the moment. 84 career appearances. Okay, that's between Sheffield Wednesday, Forest, West Ham, um, and then a brief spell. Yeah, so a brief spell at Forest earlier in the year. 84 career appearances, 21 goals, 17 assists. So in nearly half the games he plays, he's contributed something. Now, I... I would take your point that that's lower league football, but I think if you give this guy a chance in the Premier League, he may just find his form. He's quick, he's he's direct as a player, and if he's got Payet coming back in, potentially he's got a lot of service as well. Yeah, another, another stat I want to throw at you is over the last four games, he sits second amongst midfielders for touches in the box, which he's got 19, and he's fired seven efforts inside the box as well. So, Very nice. Yeah, it looks probably nice stats. Um, well, I'm going to throw a differential stat at you as, as a potential negative, just so that we can weigh out the pros and cons. He's also been booked eight times in 84 games. So every 10 games, you're looking potentially at a booking, which in, in hindsight means absolutely nothing, but just another stat there for you. <laughs> so the, Useless stats coming from the Fantasy Football Podcast. We've got plenty of those and plenty. Like I say, not all surgery goes well. So you chose to listen. It's your fault. So has anybody got any other differential budget players to, to throw into the hat? No, I'm done. I think I covered mine with Shakiri, uh, 6.6 and owned by 1.6, obviously scoring two in the last game week. So I think he'd be potentially a good shout with Stoke looking quite good going forward. So we're, we're very pro Stoke. It seems like every week at the moment we're talking about Stoke um, as a team that can score points. I mean, the, the other guy I was going to mention was Glenn Johnson. Just if I look at their next few games, they've got West Brom away. They've got Norwich at home. They've then got Arsenal at home, which is where they may struggle to keep a clean sheet. Then they've got Leicester away. I, I think there's points there still for the likes of Glenn Johnson, who will also get forward from time to time. I'm still also a massive fan of Ryan Shawcross, um, who will take a ball in the face as well. That's our differential picks for the week. Let's have a think about our price rises then. The As I've often led on this section, the obvious one for me is Marco Onaltovic. He's picking up in popularity. He's up to around 400,000 owners now, but he is the highest transferred in player this week, I've, I've called this guy in price rises actually a few weeks ago as well, so I don't need to reel off any new stats other than the fact that since we talked about him, he's pretty much done the business every week. I just gave you Stokes fixtures as well, and I really do think that he, if he scores again, could be one that keeps rising over the next few weeks. Yeah, I agree with that. Any other price rises to, to shout from anybody? Well, Ozil's still going up. Is everyone's transferring him in, apart from one person. Is he the third most owned player now, possibly? Uh, oh yeah, maybe he is essential, isn't he? He comes under that category. Yeah. Does anybody in the podcast not have him now? Moving on swiftly. So I was looking at. Um, <laughs> Don't just make up a player. Somebody quickly. <laughs> <laughs> His silence speaks volumes. Mers, it's a camp. Uh, he plays boring football. Arsenal boring. Oh yeah, Arsenal really boring. Yeah. Yeah, boring, boring football. Not yeah, time he is a lazy face. player, isn't he? He's what? He does, he does more he's... running than, than most of the Arsenal team. Yeah, he's very lazy. 
Yeah, lazy. I've got no time for laziness. Lazy. I, 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 I would say I would have agreed with you a season ago, but actually looking at the stats, he runs more there than is, anyone. There is sarcasm. So there was, I hope you hence a bit of sarcasm there. <laughs> no, no, he's lazy. He's give me a good old workhorse like Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey won't get you any points, but you tell he's you know get himself around and is, blow, is this your out third, his ass at the third end of week the game. that you've had Ramsey, Stu? And he's not scored you any points. Yeah, that's true. I'm captaining him against Newcastle, mate. You're going for it, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Well, let's not talk so about captains just game? Let's not spoil the surprise. Oh, so, any other prize? Anybody else people think may earn some money in the next few weeks? And a silence. Nobody's done their homework. No, <laughs> Nobody thinks anybody's going up. Well, for me, Arnautovic is the most obvious one. I'm thinking this is going to get a little bit more straightforward as we go out the Christmas period. But there we go. That's a cop out. <laughs> Let's move on to captain choices then. Coming to the beard first. Who's your captain for this week? I don't think you need to be uh, too clever with the captain choices game week. I mean, you see Leicester and Bournemouth quite appealing in that fixture, but with rotation risk between Myers and Vardy, I'm staying clear of that one. So I'm looking at the, the last game um, fixture of the game week. Everton spares, and obviously our men... Kane and Lukaku. Um, no real competition really for their position. Uh, both guaranteed start, I'd say. Both on pens. Um, I don't know, there's still a bit of a debate with Lukaku. If Baines is on the pitch, whether he's just going to step aside, I don't know. But yeah. obviously Lukaku's uh, 15 goals, 4 assists so far. Kane, 11 goals and 1 assist. But Lukaku um, against Spurs. Like Spurs has got the best defence in the Premiership at the moment. So I'm, I'm thinking of benching him. Benching uh, no, him? I wouldn't do that. That's a big mistake for <laughs> me. <laughs> he, he scored I think the beer can tell 10. you everything there is to know about captain about don't do that. Lukaku. Don't do it. Okay, I think um, I'll be avoiding our man strings as well oh. for the armband. <laughs> yes, Mandy, I'll be avoiding Mandy. But I so um, Wenger's obviously he's hinted he's going to rest. Oh, Mandy, uh, so I think this could be the game week he chooses to bench him. Yeah, that's so avoiding him. So I'm. Just going to stick with my man, Ari, because he's a wizard. Ari, <laughs> you're, you're a wizard. wizard you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Truly. What about you, That's Iceman? Who's the, who's the skipper? Yeah, I was I was looking at the potential differential captain of Hazard. And I know you're going to think, oh, don't be so stupid. But I was no, looking go at for it. Well, I'm, I'm keen to hear why. I'm keen to hear why. Well, I'm just looking at he's he's getting forward. He did start up front the last game. It's more more of a punt. Nothing to do with form. Nothing to do with uh, Chelsea actually being any good. That would be a punt. But I don't know if I'm going to go with that. I might actually go with my man Theo because I did captain him last week. He failed, but he got loads of chances. And I think this week, hopefully, against Newcastle, who have got their second sub keeper because Elliot is injured and I think he went off sick today. Potential of a lot of goals against Newcastle at home at the Emirates. Is it, is it Darlow in goal? Made the mistake last that's week one. as well. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's one. Yeah, and they've, they've kept four clean sheets in 19 fixtures and shipped 34 goals, I think, as well. So with the absence of Elliot, that's going to be even more. Yeah. But I personally think you should captain Hazard, Jury. <laughs> Just because you want me to really, go down, yeah? That's, that, that's a really good shout. <laughs> it's very, very good. Either that or I get rid of him for an out of it, so. I, I think this is more a case of sympathy. We're, we're so shocked how bad Hazard's been this season that we just want him to come good and we can't believe it's going to keep going on. He's away at Crystal Palace, very solid at the back. Dan got another six points this week. So I think that 
that choice is akin to playing darts blindfolded. Exactly. Um, missing the target. Uh, I, I'm going to go for strings. Um, Wenger ran Alexis Sanchez into the ground. This uh, hamstring snapped. Why should he go any different with the German international? <laughs> um, a million assists, two or three goals this season. He's in form. I think Arsenal, with even more rest now between the last game and Newcastle, potentially on for goals again. So I would be skippering Mr. Strings once more. Wenger does like to run players into the ground, doesn't he? Make well, sure he's, he's they're, they're just reaching the red, and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to give you another game so you actually get in that red. You have a midfield full of top-class international players. They never play together for an extended period of time because one of them is always broken. So Wiltshire will come back in February with Alexis. Uh, Theo will snap, Ramsey will snap, and then we'll go on this round. And every now and again, we'll get them all playing together, and then they'll just get injured again. So um, Ozil to play and continue his good form. Yeah. So that takes us on to, again, the the most uh, energetic and thought-provoking part of the podcast, oh, which is the quiz. I was gonna say, yeah, no one gives a fuck about your choice anyway. <laughs> who, who cares about what, who I'm going to captain? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's the quiz. Iceman. Oh, God, let him speak. Bless him. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> well, I'm actually just going to say Ramsey and Ramsey. It's not Carol. Carol. You're not referring to my mum or Andy Carroll because I'm not picking either of them as my captain. I'm picking Mandy. My captain. Mandy will get my armband. I'm going to hope that Mandy works up a sweat. She'll be scoring bonus points with me, I can tell you that. She'll be getting all the assists to my explosive scoring. Uh, uh, bully, wow. move us on to the quiz now, mate. And, and, and you asked me why I skipped to the quiz. Well, there we, right, why don't do it again? But no, seriously, Aaron Ramsey, um, because I don't have Ozil, and I don't have Ozil, there's no rhyme or reason for it or any justification because the stats are completely against me other than the fact that he's German. At least we forget 1945. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's the quiz. Iceman, please take over. Okay, I'll take over now. Uh, bully is now winning 4-1-1. You two are pathetic, and you need to get your asses in gear. At least try and win this one. James, Daniel tells us that every day. He's <laughs> uh, getting a bit ridiculous. Come on. Right, we're going straight into it on question one. Who has overtaken Sonny Cazorla to become the new highest pass completion so far this season? We're going to bully first. Wurzel. Uh, that, that's strings. Sorry, strings. Okay, right. Beard? Yeah, I'll go strings. And would we'll see. Because Pete's usually right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to copy Jury. Um, not Jury, because that's the quiz master. I'm going to copy Bullard and say Ozil. Yeah, you're actually all wrong. It's uh, Andrew Sermon for Bournemouth. He's actually the highest. Uh, who? Andrew Sermon? <laughs> yeah. He's played who like. Who is he every, passing to? Every ga- <laughs> he's played every game. Who is he passing to? I don't know. King? Richie? <laughs> Uh, he must I, be playing one twos of his back four because I've not seen him make a forward pass all season. <laughs> I hope you're confirming that stat from multiple sources, Jury, and you're not just going off some duff shitty website. That's... Yeah, no, some d- duff shitty website called. I'm going to quote it this time: Squarker.com. I yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe a word that thing says. <laughs> it's not. It's not quite up to stats, is it? Uh, it's it's more or less right in terms of fancy football because the everything which they put on there is exactly the same as fantasy football. So I'm assuming it's uh, right. Uh, I, I can we also just, whilst we're talking about external sources, can we give a shout out to Ben Dinnerlady this week? Because we haven't mentioned him. Yeah, I did use him earlier as well. So, yeah. Well done, Ben. The dinner lady that serves us all of our fa- fantasy stats. Okay, bonus question. 
How many passes has he completed? Points for the nearest. And bearing in mind that Cazorla was currently on 1,010. What was Cazorla on? He was on 1,010. So what was Santi on? <laughs> 1,010? <laughs> I, I presume you're coming to me first, Iceman. Yeah, you, you first, Pete. I, I'm going to say 1,050. Okay, and Beard? 1,049. And Woodsy? Just remind me again how many passes Cazorla was on. <laughs> He's on 1,010. Hang on, that, that doesn't make sense. Just say it as it is. <laughs> 1,010? Ah, right, okay. Uh, I'll say uh, 1,030. Okay, we get the points. Woodsy is on 1,034. Yay! So one point to Woodsy so far. Is this the first time you've ever led? Oh, no, you've actually won one. No, I've, I've won one. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> uh, question two. Which player has the most clean sheets this season? Which player has the most clean sheets this season? And we're going to Beard first. Uh, I'll go check. Hmm. Bit of a clue there in the which player. You still going to check? Where's the fucking player? Gonna have to pick a player. An outfielder, <laughs> do you mean? That's all I'm saying. Right, Woodsy, you're up next. An outfielder, as in any one of the eleven that would no, be on the field. No, I'm just saying, that's the question. Which player has the most clean sheets this season? Okay, I'm going to go with a midfielder. Uh, um, I think you're suggesting midfielder, so I'm going to go with a midfielder um, who's kept the most clean sheets. Is it Arsenal? I don't know, so I'm going to guess. Who's played every game for Arsenal? I don't know, so I'm going to guess. Ozil. And uh, Billy? Well, I'm going to suggest, I, I think it's uh, going by your clue. Now, I think your clue meant it was an outfield player, so that's the first yeah, piece the of knowledge. you give them to, not me. I'm, I did give you, I stopped you. <laughs> <laughs> on your answer, and you stuck with it. So, based on that, I, I, I think it's an ex-Arsenal player. I think it's Bakary Sagna. It's uh, it's not. It's actually Juan Mata with eleven. Okay. Yeah, wow. he's got the most clean sheets. All I did was yeah, he's, he's put in the defensive work this season, hasn't he? <laughs> well, he's just been playing all games. With... Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> No. Right, okay, moving on because I knew that was a dud question. You were never going to get that right. <laughs> um, what what team has hit the woodwork the most so far this season? I'm going to give you a multiple choice because I know you guys, you know, are slacking in, in these departments. Well, we've only got moment. 20 teams we can pick from. It is multiple choice. <laughs> I'm going to give you a shorter multiple choice. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's uh, Southampton, Swansea, Spurs, or Arsenal. I'm going to Woodsy first. Hmm. I'm going to say Southampton. Okay. That was one of the options, right? It was, it was one of the <laughs> Oh, I could. Okay, yeah, they're definitely Southampton then. And Pete? I'm going to say Kane because I think Harry loves his beans. Okay. Mean top. And Beard? I'll just go different between them and go Swansea. Oh, Beard gets the point. Oh. oh. John Joe Shelby loves. He loves his work. beans on toast. Out of 160 shots they've had. Question four. Who's got the most in- interceptions so far this season? And we're going to the beard man. So who's, who's that man in the middle who just gets in the way? There's a bigger clue for you all. 
Who's been doing it the most this season? Another clue. He's he's been playing nearly every game as well. Yeah. Uh, Josh. um, No, no. (laughs) Um, I'll go Stones. Stones. Okay. Uh, Woodsy. Uh, N'Golo Kante. Woodsy. Oh, oh. Mm. I thought you knew. No, I have no idea. You looked confident. No, 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 I don't. I don't have a clue. Um, Eric Dyer. And Bully, who did you say? I said Kante of Leicester. Yeah, you're right. Oh, oh nice. How did you know that? Boom. Well, because he's everywhere. Yeah. Nice. That That's the player I want Arsenal to sign in the, in the transfer window. Not Messi. Not Aguero. <laughs> Kante. Get him in. Anyway, how many... Interceptions has he made? And we'll go to the beard first. I don't know. Um, can we have a can we have an indication as to whether it's yeah? Yeah, where's where's the clue, James? Um I haven't really got Benchmark. a clue for this one. Uh, just say it's lower than something. It's lower than a hundred. Okay, Ooh, I'll go for fifty. Okay, and Woodsy? Uh, I'm gonna go for sixty five. Bully? I'm gonna go fifty five. And Woodsy gets a point as it's 76. Oh, God, we could be on for a Woodsy win. Oh, God, it's about time. How Thanks about... for texting me answers earlier, Jim. <laughs> right, question, question five. Out of these players, who was not in the Dream Team for this last game week? So, game week 19. So the players are Norton for Swansea, Courtois for Chelsea, Fletcher for West Brom, and Williams for Swansea. And we go to Woodsy first. Norton, Quartar, Fletcher and Williams. Williams definitely was. Uh, um, Norton, is that a Spurs player? Who does he play for? Oh, Swansea, my bad. He used to play for Spurs. Uh, Courtois, uh, Fletcher. Which Fletcher? For West Brom, Darren. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Fletcher. <laughs> Okay, and Bully? Oh, boss of my ass. Um I don't think I can use Alan Partridge quotes, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Courtois. Okay, and Beard? Um, what are the options? <laughs> I know Courtois, Fletcher. Courtois, Fletcher, Norton and Williams, my last week's differential. I'll go Norton. It was actually Courtois, so... Pete gets another point. Good. So it's one to Brookie, two to Woodsy, two to Pete so far. Well, just to let you know, Norton scored eight points, Courtois scored six points, Fletcher scored 11, and Williams scored eight. How about question seven? Who scored the first Premier League goal of 2015? Now we're moving on to next year's games. And I'll give you a few clues, because I know you guys, you're just not going to know. It was a game against United, and that's a bigger clue towards Brookie as you're a United fan. Can I just clarify something? Is is this the 2015-2016 season or the start of the year 2015? The start of the year 2015. Okay. Okay. So the game was against United, and obviously that clue's not helped you so far, so I'm going to give you another one. It ended 1-0, and Falcao scored for United, whose career has now spiralled downhill. Oh, I know. It really has. I was looking at his FIFA stats earlier through the ages. I think he started off on like 94. He's yeah. plummeted down to 83. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that, was that when you were beating Lloyd? When I was smashing Lloyd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we played FIFA. 
<laughs> and then Mandy came around. Knocked it all out. Bully, bully first. Oh no. Um, don't have to have mince pie for that. Oh, this is indeed a tough one. Was it? Was it Jamie Vardy? Oh, that is my answer. Okay. And bid. I think it might have been against Villa. For some reason I can remember Falcao scoring a header. So I don't know if Benteke was still at Villa then. I might be completely wrong. Or just tired. You're completely tired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good adventure, I guess. Benteke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. And uh, Woody. Um. I'm going to steal Brookie's idea of going with the Villa theme, just because he's the only one that's going to have more of a clue. Uh, I'm going to go with the Grealish hit form then, or is that too soon? It was too soon. I don't have clue. So I'm just going to have uh, Jack Grealish as my guess. Okay, it was Ryan Shawcross. He was the ah. first, first player to score in 2015. I'm a plastic fan. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic fan. Right, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have a winner here, so uh, I'm actually gonna ask you what minute he's actually scored in. Bully if you wanna go first. Um thirty seven. You reckon the first goal in two thousand and fifteen was scored in the thirty seventh minute? He said it, it's locked in. Right, it's locked yes. in. <laughs> Bid. Ten minutes. Sorry? Ten. 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 <laughs> And would he? Oh, oh, do I go in between a two or do I go lower? Something's saying telling me lower, uh, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with twenty five. Oh, you should have gone lower, would he? Damn it! He actually got it in the second minute. So two minutes. So just so at the moment we're on a we're on a tie. We're all on two. So I'm just going to whack another question in there. I'm just going to look at Squadcast stats over here, and I'm going to ask you what team has scored the most from corners. We're talking about this season now. Yeah, what team this season has scored the most from corners? And this is to win it, by the way. So we'll go to Woodsy first. Mm, two teams that pop into my head are Arsenal and Everton. I don't know why I'm going to say I'm just going to go with Arsenal. Okay, uh, Bully. Leicester and Brookie. Southampton. Okay, it's actually Man City. Oh, this could be a long night. <laughs> it could be a long night. I'm going to go with another... That shootout that ended up 18-18. <laughs> well, for the bonus question, how many uh, goals from corners do you think they've scored? Uh, and we're going to go to the nearest, whoever wins this, whoever gets this wins. And we'll go to Woodsy first. Can we have the total amount of goals they've scored? The total amount of goals City have scored is 37. Okay, so number of goals they've scored from corners would be 18. Okay. And Bully? I'd say 8. And Brooke? I'll say 7. And Brooke wins. They actually got oh. six times they've scored from a corner. So I was only slightly out. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Beard man. Well 18. done. Yeah, well, well done. Well done. So, what, what's the scores on the doors now, Ice Man? So, the scores are: you've got four, John's got two. I don't. Um, I don't. The winning four quizzes. That's brilliant. Okay. And, and what's, uh, what's Woodsy on? Woodsy's on one. one. Right. And okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the Iceman's quiz and the podcast in general. Thank you for listening once again. 
please tune in to, or please log into our Twitter account rather. Follow us at FF underscore surgery. Give us a retweet. Tweet us your questions. Any general abuse, anything that you want to send us is gratefully received. It will help us improve the podcast. Dick pics. And on Facebook, you can follow us at uh, Fancy Football Surgery and follow us at Fancy Football Surgery on iTunes as well. Again, please comment, give us a review, rate the podcast. Tell us you love us or what we can do better. Until next time, though, it's just to say goodbye to the lads. Beard. Uh, goodbye. Iceman. Goodbye, all. Thanks for listening. Woodsy. Happy New Year and good luck in the game week. Goodbye. And it's a big Happy New Year from all of us at the Fancy Football Surgery Podcast. I would like Pete, <laughs> the fairy, in the hole, and um, everyone's asked. Well, it must be delicious. Pete, <laughs> the fairy. Uh, uh, I had my mind set on Pete, <laughs> the fairy. It must be delicious. <laughs> everyone's asked. Looking at Pete, <laughs> the fairy. I'm bearded man. And he won't want to in that hole a lot. Um, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> Paul. The fairy. Bang on form. You can do it. I believe in you. Hello. Uh, uh, he is in the hole. Uh, uh, Pete. <laughs> he is in the hole. Uh, uh, he is pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> don't have Harry. Don't have. Don't have. Don't have. Don't have Harry. I had my mind set on Pete, <laughs> the fairy. <laughs> Johan, goodbye.